Before I start this podcast, I want to send my heartfelt condolences out to everybody out in El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio, for the mass shoes that happened this past weekend. It's <laughs> it's crazy, yo. Like I pray God watches over y'all and this whole country, and I hope we can come together as one soon, very soon, to fix this problem. And I also want to give a shout-out to my boy, Jalen Williams, a.k.a. Bart, who was murdered not too long ago. I graduated with him also, and he was a good friend of mine, and he was a, a rapper. He, he, hey, he was a, a, a damn good rapper, and R.I.P. to him. Yo, what it do everybody, welcome to another episode of Primetime Evolution Podcast, I'm your host, B.K. Loading, I hope you guys having a great day man, man it's 8 days away from, from SummerSlam, you know what I'm saying? Then we still have we still have NXT Takeover coming this Friday on the WWE Network, you know. And I honestly can't wait for Takeover. You know what I'm saying? Like Takeover, take, Takeover's gonna be real nice. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be real nice. But last, let's start off with uh last what Wednesday. I don't, I don't really talk about SmackDown. Only thing that that. That's really going on right now. SmackDown that that entertains me is just Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. I don't know, I don't know, man. Just SmackDown is just it's not hitting for me right now. So I just normally just be on Monday Night Raw, NXT, uh, basketball, you know, NBA, you know what I'm saying, just regular stuff. But so today I'm going to jump back. Last week, last Wednesday, August thirty first, on in the regular NXT show, um, that was a that was a good show leading up to Takeover coming up. Actually, you know, um, Tyler Breeze faced Jackson Riker from the Forgotten Sons, and that match was actually going pretty good. But then you know, uh, Tyler Breeze beat him. He he beat him. I think with a crucifix. I want to say. A crucifix or a, a schoolboy, something like that. And, you know, after the match, the Forgotten Sons came in. Pop, 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 pop. Beat that man to a pulp, you know. Then who else? Then, hey, hey, guess, guess who came out? That man, Fon Dongo. But. He was looking very Johnny Courtesy. If you don't know who Johnny Curtis is, do your research. Do your research. Uh, that was a good match. I was actually, I'm actually a fan of Breezango. Um, uh, I, I feel like they're really getting held back. You feel me? Because Tyler Breeze is a major talent. When years ago, NXT Arrival, uh, oh my goodness, that fail four way. Tyler Breeze is just an amazing talent. So is Fondango. They should be they should be top dogs right now, in my opinion. 
now also with the breakout tournament, it was the semifinals of the breakout tournament last week on NXT. Uh, the match between Cameron Grimes, aka form or formerly known as Trevor Lee, and Bronson Reed. Well, he faced Bronson Reed. I I remember his name from PWG. I just, it's just not it's not Jeff Cobb, but it's it's another one. You know what I'm saying? Like I I can't remember his name right now, his other ring name, but it'll click to me sooner or later. Um, but Trevor Lee, I, I call him Trevor Lee, but y'all can call him Cameron Grimes, or whatever. He had beat Bronson Reed in the semifinals of the breakout tournament. That match was a real good match, actually. You know, and I'm loving what Triple H is doing right now, letting somebody let let some of these indie wrestlers. You know, come out and show their skills off in this breakout tor- tournament. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's 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 real. It, the hype is real. The the hype. If you've been hearing anything about the breakout tournament, the hype is real. Let me just tell you that for real. Um, Matt Riddle. He's facing. He wants to face. He wants to face Killian Dane. Forgive me. Excuse me for that. He declared that he wants to face. Killian Dane, he used to be in what? What was that? Insanity. Yeah, that's a, that's the group he was in, right? Insanity. And oh man, hold on. Let me stop. Let me stop right here. Let me stop right here. Matt Riddle is going after all these WCW fighters. Goldberg. What? No, you know what? No, no, no. I'm a, we gonna get, we gonna hit that later on down the line today. We gonna we gonna test that. We gonna pause right there and just gonna go down the line. Uh, Shayna Baszler vowed to put me and him to sleep at TakeOver Toronto. This right here, I can't, I'm really eager to see this match right here. Shayna Baszler, I couldn't stand her at first, you know. She's real corny on the mic. Like, she's real corny. Like, she's corny. Not even a good corny. Like, be like, eh. Like, she come out. Like, she has the enthusiasm, you feel me? But the words... No, no, no. The words is not it. Those are, mm-mm. She could do better. She could do better. Um, Then William Regal declared that Candice LeRae will face off against Io Shiara. I don't really know how to say her name. Please forgive me. But that match will take place also at TakeOver. Um, then These two have really been going at it. It was the best of friends. Um, But then Shiara had... Turned her back. She's a heel now. And, you know, she's she's a real good heel. I'm not going to lie to you. So, I can't really wait to see how this match is really going to play off. Then, the main event was Pete Dunne facing Roderick Strong. And this match right here was a five-star match. I don't care what nobody say. This, this match was, it was so great. So great. And Pete Dunne defeated Roderick Strong. Now this 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 is leading up to that match in uh Toronto, the triple threat match between the Velveteen Dream, Roderick Strong, and Pete Dunn for the North American Championship. Honestly, I don't know who to face. No, I said who to face. <laughs> I don't know who to pick for this match. I don't know who to pick because it's it's come on. He have the Velveteen Dream. Pete Dunn and Undisputed's own Roderick Strong. 
how can how can you compete with that 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 match will be so fire. I I don't really care who wins. I really don't. I really don't. But after that after the match between Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne, Velveteen came out, you know, to see what was going on. And got dang, he messed around and got hit with a little flatline. I don't know what's the name of the the move Pete done. I I forget. It's like a what's that? What's that move? A pump handle flatliner. That's what it looked like, man. He sold it great too. Uh, that 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 take up not take over, but that NXT last Wednesday was great. Leading up to takeover, it's gonna be great. Let's not forget about. The two out of three falls match between Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole, baby. I think what what is it? I think it's gonna be like uh, a street fight. Uh, uh, Adam Cole picked a regular match, and I think us fans are supposed to pick the other match. And I don't even know what that is to be honest. I don't even know what that what the other match what the third match is. Um. And also the the Street Profits are facing the undisputed era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Can't wait to see that match also. And like I said, that NXT last week was superb. And I can't wait to see how this Wednesday last the last Wednesday before takeover is gonna be. It's gonna be great. I'm already knowing. Now let's jump to last night's Raw. Last night's Raw, I kind of missed like the first half of it. I was working out, but it was great. Well, I want to say great. It was good. Um, what we had, we had Beck. I I didn't see the Becky and Charlotte match, and um, I guess they faced Natalia and Trish Stratus. Uh, I guess I heard that um Becky and Charlotte won by disqualification. And so, I can't wait to see how this will play out between Becky and Natalia. Um, honestly, I think this will be a good match. The man is going to win. The man is going to win. Trust and believe that. But, uh, I just, I don't know, man. I feel like somebody else should be getting a shot. Like, Natalia is nice, but it's the same thing. Like, back... A couple years ago, I was saying, push Natty, push Natty. But now I don't know. My opinion, that should be Ruby Riot taking the place. <laughs> Ruby Riot is nice and getting held back. Becky Lynch versus Ruby Riot should be at SummerSlam. Honestly. But hey, hey, hey. Hey, don't, I'm not knocking Natalia. She's nice. But it's just been the same thing since she came in with the Heart Foundation. Can we get something new? I don't know if she's a heel or a face. I don't know. Like, can can we get something good, please? I don't. Mm-hmm. Then the uh, what 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 match is that? The Charlotte the Charlotte and Trish match at SummerSlam. That's gonna be nice. Also, I'm glad to see Trish back for the last match. Um, I guess this is her last match finally, but. Against Charlotte Flair, that's it's, that's great. Like, now there's not anyone that she should have she should be facing other than Charlotte Flair, cause 
come on now, Trish Stratus and Charlotte Flair, that's that's straight money. I will I will pay to see that, which I am for the WWE Network. Nine ninety nine. Uh, what what match was it today? The Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. I bet that match was fire. I didn't get to see it. I hate that I missed it because these two. I don't know. Like you can just put these. You can put them on a the car every night, and you're gonna see something new every week. Every week, bound to see something new every week. I mean, Andrade beat Ray. I don't care because you know why? I bet it was a great match. <laughs> like, I was looking at the highlights, and they're just so. The way that they work together is so smooth. Like, it, it's like freaking Edge and Christian facing each other. Like, they just know what they're going to do in the ring. It's just so unique. And the talent of Andrade is just crazy. Like, the man. Is a future world champion. Best believe that. He's a future world champion. Ray, he had his run. Ray is a GOAT. Plain and simple. Everybody knows Ray Mysterio. He's a GOAT. And I don't know if he has another run going, but he's getting old. But he is still the same Ray Mysterio. Just a little slower, but he's still the same Ray. Plain and simple. Mike Kanellis defeated his wife, Maria, to become the new 24-7 champion while she was, I guess, out of her little pregnant appointment. I don't know the name of that stuff is called. I guess when you go to see if the, when the baby's okay, you know what I'm saying? And Mike was hugging her, and then the ref, one, two, three, you know, and became a new champion. And guess what? As soon as he walked out to the lobby, guess who was there? You already know the twenty, the the forty-seven alum Newton, our truth, our truth was there. <laughs> our truth was there with little Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Hope, hey, hey, I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see our truth defeat Michael Canellis to become the new twenty-four-seven, seven-eleven, forty-eight-five, twenty-four-seven champion. <laughs> he, but our truth is champion again and. And hey, this twenty four seven champion is nice, but is I don't know. It, I like it though. I, and the, and the worst can explain about this championship is just weird. It's the good weird though. But I'm glad to see our truth has the championship back in his possession, and he is champion again. Seth Rollins. This I think this is exactly where I came in. At. I came in as soon as Seth Rollins was getting up. After he was getting his ass handed to him by the Beast Incarnate, the reigning, defending, raw, universal champion, Brock Lesnar. Let me say that again, just in case I messed up. The reigning, defending, undisputed, universal, heavyweight champion, Brock. He's going to beat Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. I like Seth. Seth is the man. I don't, but I just don't know about Seth, man. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. 
Y'all talk about how Roman. Uh, let me just stop right here. I'm gonna stop right here. A couple years ago, y'all remember when Roman was the WWE champion? I guess he was getting his first run, and he was going against the what was the Authority. He was facing going against the Authority, and I remember the Royal Rumble was coming up, and he had to face the whole roster for the WWE Championship. Outlasted damn near everybody, right? Y'all talk about how Roman got shoved down our throats. And y'all was booing Roman. Oh, we don't want this. We want this. We don't want to see Roman. Uh, why is Roman getting the push? I, I recall the 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 wrestling, the, not the wrestling, but the, the Royal Rumble before. Y'all was cheering Roman for a push because he was a big dog. Like, he, he was nice. And so a year later... Y'all saying that this man is getting shoved down our throats when the, half the whole roster was injured. Like, who else was going to carry that much of a load on their back? A whole company. It That was Roman's time to step up. I mean, Seth Rollins is the man. He, he hurt himself, too. Now I just feel like Seth is getting shoved down our throats. Like, it's the same thing. On The best move I see Seth really do is the Falcon Arrow, the, the, the superplex into the Falcon Arrow, and we barely get to see that. Seth is, I feel like Seth is getting shoved down our throats, and we're getting the same thing, same thing, the same damn thing every week. Every week. When Seth was hitting them Phoenix Splashes and stuff, I was tripping. I was, oh, man, I can't wait for Seth to become a face so we can see more of this, you know. See, I, I prefer Seth better as a heel. Like, seeing him as a face now is really the same thing. The same thing. He's getting shoved down your throats. But y'all love that. Burn it down! I mean, I'm not knocking. I like Seth. He's one of my faves. But it's the same thing. This Beast Slayer, this is the same thing. Like, can we get something new? Uh, I'm going to beat Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. I guarantee it. Bro, like, you're going to have to show me something. Like, you're going to have to... Do some Triple H type Randy Orton stuff when you ran up in that nigga house type stuff. Like, you had to show me. I'm going to need something different. You facing Brock Lesnar. Like, he suplexed John Cena like 20 times in a match. And you already beaten half to death. And you really think you can beat the Beast Incarnate? I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-mm. But we'll just see how this match goes. I'm like I said, I am a Seth fan, but I am a bigger Brock fan because Brock is Brock Lesnar. Like who who else is Brock Lesnar? You can't you can't go to another company and see another Brock Lesnar. You can't because you know what? There is not. There there is not another Brock Lesnar. It's not. The nigga can really do a shooting star press, but I don't know if he can do it no more. Like, there's not another Brock. If you hate, um, you're a straight hater if you don't like Brock Lesnar. Like, you really is. Like, when he wasn't Universal Champion, I really stopped watching Raw for a good little minute. 
Like, it was really different seeing Seth as champion. Because it was the same thing. Every Like, it was really getting boring seeing Seth as champion. I would rather see him Brock not coming to Raw. The show was slick better when Brock wasn't coming to Raw. And we get to see who we... Like, it was... He's the beast. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was that boss you had to face in the video game. Like, he was... Brock is that nigga. He is that boss you have to face in that very mode, that boss mode. Like, he is that. Who, who else in the industry is like that? Nobody. Nobody. Not in AEW. Not in New Japan Wrestling. Not in Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Nowhere is another Brock Lesnar. Come on. If you, like I said earlier, if you don't like Brock Lesnar, you're a straight hater. And you don't like, you're not a real wrestling fan. You just like this PG era stuff. Like, come on, man. Hold on, get me one second. Come on, man. You're a hater. But next up, the Viking Raiders defeat some local talent. Jay Alexander and Eric Abraham. It's just crazy how the, the Viking Raiders was just the top dog. One one of the best tag teams we probably ever seen in NXT. And they're looking like butt right now on the main roster. They're just facing scrubs. Just facing scrubs. If you never seen the Viking the Viking Raiders in a real match, I'm so sorry for you. If you want to see them in the match, go look at War Games in NXT War Games between the Viking Raiders, who was it? Undisputed Era, Ricochet, Pete Dunne, and I forgot I forget who else was in that match. Uh, but just look at War Games. That match was great. That match was great. If you want to see what they're really capable of, look at that match. Afterwards, after that thing, um. It was supposed to be Drew McIntyre versus Cedric Alexander. And the special guest referee was supposed to be Kurt Angle. And while Cedric Alexander was coming out, Drew McIntyre attacked him. Uh, They ended up knocking each other out. The match never started. Excuse me. The match never started. I mean... The move they was putting on was good though. You know there was there was some heavy hitting hits they was throwing, but they knocked each other out. And while Kurt Angle was in the ring, the Fiend Bray Wyatt showed up. It was great. I don't know if y'all like this Fiend or not, but I love this Fiend Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is great, and in a in a weird way, <laughs> he's he's weird in a great way. And I dig it, you know. He's better than what what he should be, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, the OC first, the New Day. And then AJ Styles, you know, came in, disqualified the match. And Ricochet came out to help the New Day. Ended up being a three-on-three. Six-man tag team match. Holla player. Shouts out to Theodore Long. You know what I'm saying? Them, them, <laughs> them, them six-man tags. Uh, But the OC ended up defeating New Day and Ricochet. 
that was honestly a good match. Uh, I didn't really get to watch it. I think I was making food at that time. I could have been eating food. You know, I was I was tired. <laughs> it's all right though. Uh, after that, after that match, Samoa Joe came down to the ring and said he was going to shut down Raw if Roman Reigns didn't come down to the arena and give him an apology. If you haven't heard last last week on SmackDown Live, um, I think Roman was coming down to the uh, arena to give his to give his um thoughts on his opponent. Coming for SummerSlam, or let people know who his opponent was coming up for SummerSlam. And while he was walking out, or back yeah, backstage while he was coming out, uh, I guess like a big old thing of bars was flatten, damn near flattening him. But he luckily he was good, you know what I'm saying? Like he he didn't get hurt or nothing. Then, but this last, past week, I say this past week, but last night on Raw. Uh, while Samoa Joe wanted the apology, everybody saying it was Samoa Joe. We don't know who did it. Everybody was saying it was Samoa Joe. Um, I honestly don't know. People, I'm hearing people say Daniel Bryan also, um, because uh, you know Daniel Bryan career Alton in, career Alton decision, and they're thinking that it could be Daniel Bryan. You know what I'm saying? Why not? I think that's good. But um, people are hearing that also with Samoa Joe. And Samoa Joe wasn't, he wasn't going. He was not going. Samoa Joe would just beat you up. Like, he doesn't got to, he don't got to do no stuff like that. And in my opinion, Samoa Joe should either be a world champion right now. I'm not going to lie to you guys. He should be a world champion. And there only there's only a certain amount of people on the roster right now who has great in-ring skill and great mic skill and has the feeling of when you when you walk out into that arena when you walking down that ramp and the crowd is saying your name no matter what you're that man you're great Samoa Joe is one of those people he walks out down that ramp and you hear Joe 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 or Joe's gonna kill you. Joe's gonna kill you. Samoa Joe should be a world champion. He should have did it. He should have been champion when he was facing up AJ Styles on SmackDown Live. He should have been world champion. But this is not really about Samoa Joe right now. It's kind of about Roman Reigns. So, while Samoa Joe shut down the show... He wanted an apology from Roman. Roman didn't come out. Samoa Joe heard Roman was just getting to the building. So he said he was impatient. He was going to meet Roman ass in the parking lot. And so guess what Samoa Joe did? He met his ass in the parking lot. While Roman got out his car, they was face-to-face yapping it up. A car came out of nowhere and attacked Roman Reigns and hit him like, he hit Roman. He jumped in the car. Luckily, he seen it, but he jumped in, back inside the car. And the car, he, I guess, what's, what's it called? The, like, a, like T-Bone? He kind of, like, T-Bone the back of the car. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was a collision. It was a collision, basically, too. And, you know, Roman was in shock a little bit. A little, I guess he was a little banged up. And that, that was just crazy. I just can't see, can't wait to see what's next. 
I guess we'll see what happened on SmackDown tonight, right? Because SummerSlam is this Sunday. So I guess we'll get some info tonight. We It could be Daniel Bryan. Who knows? <laughs> Next, uh, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, the Iconics, the Kabuki Warriors, and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville faced off in a fatal four-way elimination match to decide who would be the new WWE Tag Team Champions. And guess who ended up winning? Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. They defeated all of them. Congratulations. Congratulations. You know, I'm a big fan of the Iconics. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're great. They're great. So, but seeing them lose the titles, it wasn't, it, it, it kind of hit me a little hard. But I'm okay. Seeing Alexa and Nikki Cross as champion. I would really love it if, Nikki Cross is still crazy. But I would love to see that same crazy, like from NXT, like how she was. Like, like. She was crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, she had a sadistic smile. Now she just smiling. But now it was like, sad, like, at NXT, sadistic smile was like, oh, snap. Like, she don't play no games. No games. Like, she was smiling when, who choked her out? Uh, uh, Shayna Baszler. I think Shayna Baszler choked her out. And she was smiling and just went to sleep. That was great. That was great right there. I don't know if you guys seen that that takeover, but that was great when Nikki Cross. But Nikki Cross needs to go back to that sadistic smile with Alexa Bliss, cause that that would make it be like more of a. Cause I don't know, it just seemed like not to say that Alexa is using um Nikki Cross because she know that she crazy, but it would be nice to see that crazy side and just see that. That mellow, that mellow, and that, what's the word I'm looking for? And that mean streak of Alexa Bliss, you know what I'm saying? That disrespectful mean streak and the crazy, sadistic style of Nikki Cross. That would be great. I think that would be great for business, in my opinion. I would love to see that tag team. Uh, but we'll just see how this plays off with them being, uh, I, I'm going to say SmackDown, but I forgot their... They can be on both shows. They're the new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions now. So, shouts out to Alexa and Nikki Cross. Last but not least, Miz TV. Miz TV was, had a host of Shawn Michaels and Dolph Ziggler. And it supposed to have been a contract sign. Well, it was a, a contract signing. And... Dolph Ziggler came out, and he let him know that he, he he was a top guy. You know what I'm saying? He is a top guy. And, you know, he 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 was willing to show that why he is a living legend, why he is a showstopper, why he's a, a show stealer. You know what I'm saying? Why he does what he do. Why he do what he does. Come on, now, we talking about Dolph Ziggler. So, while Miz was yapping it up, whatever, 
Miz, I don't know, man. Like, Dolph Ziggler was handed to both of them. Dolph Ziggler was handed to both Miz and Sam. Like, he was giving them the work on the mic. But, you know, Dolph Ziggler shined the contract. Miz says, I can't wait to get my hands on you next Monday on Raw. Meaning that he wasn't facing him at SummerSlam. So who could Dolph Ziggler be facing at SummerSlam? Shawn Michaels, you you ask? Nope. He's facing Goldberg. The reason I say Goldberg like that, because I'm tired of seeing this man. When he faced Brock Lesnar a couple years ago, and he at Survivor Series, and he beat that man like in 30 seconds, or probably like 15 seconds. He just beat him with a spear and a jackhammer, I think. That that was it for me with this Goldberg train. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Goldberg is an old man, and they still overhyping him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand. I understand. Because I was a huge a huge Goldberg fan in 03. Because that's when I was still, you know what I'm saying? I was born in 98. I couldn't really witness the the Monday Night Wars until, like, now on the WWE Network. But when he transitioned over to Raw and he was facing, going up against Evolution, like, all the time, I was a huge Goldberg fan. Seeing that smoke come out his nose and them sparks hitting him and them, that pyro just boom, boom. I love, even though here comes the pain, I love playing with Goldberg. But now, no. No. Give it up. Just, I mean, we, we understand that you're doing this for your son, and you want to show him that you still, you want to show him that you're a superhero. You know what I'm saying? That we can, you can be a superhero too. But, man, hey, you should just go ahead and show your son the ropes or something like that. You should sit your old ass down. Because that match you had with Undertaker, I understand you probably you probably want to redeem yourself, but against Dolph Ziggler, I'm, I'm tired. Look, you can call. It, I'm tired of, of Dolph Ziggler getting buried. And this dude on this page called at Wrestler Pro, on a hey, he's saying that Dolph Ziggler is a high class jobber. Like the hell is that? A high class jobber? You putting Jobber together with Dolph Ziggler does not match. He is one of the best in the business. Here, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me just stop right here. Hearing hearing high class Jobber makes me think about a couple years ago when Big Show, when he really a dominant force, knocking people out. Like who? He's a big man. You know what I'm saying? Who could really stop the Big Show other than Brock Lesnar? Nobody really, right? But they kind of made him. Look like that, like that high class. Well, he said the high class job, a uh, jobber, which shouldn't even be a thing. This PG era is killing these superstars who are great, who are really, really talented, who should be the main event or co-main event, or should be doing these five star matches, but they're facing these garbo. Characters who have no in-ring skill, but these crowds still cheer for them because they want these old days so bad. Why? Why? Just give it up. This is not the ruthless aggression era no more. This is not 
the attitude era no more. This is a PG era, which we need to get out of. Please. WWE, if you hear me, take away this PG era and stop burying your best talent. Please. I say bury because they're not getting over. They're not getting over. They're just getting TV time. I mean, they're not winning matches. If you're not winning matches, then what are you doing? If you're not winning matches, what are you doing? You're getting buried. Because I know that I wouldn't, I mean, well, I'm getting paid. That's probably, that's probably why he's not saying nothing because he's getting paid. He's getting paid good money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get to put food on, on his family table. But if I'm just going out there knowing I'm the best just to get beat, knowing I'm better than damn near everybody here, and I'm getting beat, Easily, come on now. Kevin Owens beat Dolph Ziggler like it with one stunner. Like no, if Dolph Ziggler was in NXT today, they would make him look like a superstar, a superstar. Like ever since Dolph lost this World Heavyweight Champion years ago, I don't know. Like he, Dolph is that man. He's a ring general. He's one of the best people who can sell. Come on now. This is God-given ability that this man has. Who you know can talk on the mic, sell, and does that in-ring skill like Dolph Ziggler. And he's funny. And real. Everything he's been saying about Miz these past few weeks are true. Ever since Miz... Let go of Alex Riley. He just, oh, y'all, man, how do y'all like Miz? How do y'all like him now? With this show with Miz and Mrs., bruh, like, come on. Like, Miz is so trash. But y'all don't like Dolph Ziggler? What? What? What do y'all come? I don't understand. That's why I don't approve of this Goldberg match because he just wants to redeem himself. But why not? Why not? Against Dolph Ziggler, right? One of the best people who can sell. Why? Huh? Why not? Because he's one of the best, right? He's He is one of the best. So you put this sorry dude Goldberg with one of the best, and you're going to bury Dolph Ziggler. Just so you can make him look good for probably his last SummerSlam. <sighs> this, this is beyond me. This is beyond me. Uh, it, hey, it's all right, though. We'll just see how SummerSlam will go. Hopefully, Dolph Ziggler will come out on top in some type of form or fashion. Um, hopefully. But next, we're going to be hitting on... Wait, did y'all... Let me see, what was this? Was, uh... I think Samoa Joe had a little altercation at the Pittsburgh Airport. This past week, um, let's see, can I find a video for you guys, and so you guys can hear it? I think it, it was a little funny though, in my opinion. I think this is it right here. Uh, it's not. Uh, I can't hear it, but okay, hold on. Let's see now. Are you the guy? 
did you do it? Are we filming people now? Well, I'll film you too, man. Hey, see, look, hey. There you are. What? You're on my phone now. Look. Is that where you get your information from, huh? The internet? So basically what WWE is saying is Samoa Joe has been fined an undisclosed amount by WWE to his behavior earlier today at the Pittsburgh International Airport when, when asked by a WWE producer if he was responsible for the forklift incident that nearly injured Roman Reigns this past Tuesday night or well, last Tuesday night on Smack on SmackDown Live. Joe responded aggressively and knocked the phone out, out the producer's hand. Hey, he's human. We're all human, you know. And hey, hey you do what you do, Joe. I'm. Hey, I don't care, man. Hey, you deserve a title shot. Do your stuff. Uh, but we're gonna be switching gears here for a little quick second. We're gonna be switching over to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Big buckets for a second. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's talk about this all decade team real quick. Best players of the 2000. If you didn't hear about it, um, the all-decade first team is the the 2000 era of basketball, and they say it's. Oh, they say the 2000 era of NBA basketball officially came to a close back in June, in a thrilling decade that featured the rise of gener- generationally talented players like Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the prom the prom of the league superstars such as LeBron James and Kevin Durant, and the last ride for several Hall of Famers, including Kobe Bryant and Dwayne Wade. The all-decade first team includes uh, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, and LeBron James. The all-decade second team consists of Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Blake Griffin, and Carmelo Anthony. The All-Decade Third Team consists of LaMarcus Aldridge, Dwayne Wade, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Paul George, and Kobe Bryant. I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know how to feel about this, honestly. Uh, Kobe and D-Wade really got hold. Like, I understand what they're saying and I don't I don't I, I don't really understand but hey it is I don't, I don't I don't get it I really don't with I don't even understand what 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 they're saying like when when did this when did this start like when did when did this start when did all decade stuff start like you're you like I don't under this is so confusing you have a player that got drafted in 1996. I mean, Kobe, eh, he played to 2016. I get what they're saying. I, I I understand. I understand what they're saying. But but still, if if they they should have made this a couple of years ago, like in 2010 or something, or 2012 or something. I don't know, or in 2020, but Kobe and D-Wade does not belong up here because if they ain't number one, then they shouldn't be up here. They shouldn't. I mean, I understand LeBron James, probably Kawhi Leonard and KD, 
but D Wade and Kobe belong up there on that list. They they belong up there. Best and believe that. Alden, hey, I don't CP. You got CP three. CP three over Giannis. I don't remember Chris Paul getting no MVP. Like Giannis only got three All Stars and three All NBAs, but the man only been in the league like not. You know what I'm saying? Chris Paul been in the league, and he. You know I don't. I don't know, man. This is a weird list. And I don't know how to feel about it, to be honest. I ain't going to lie to y'all. It's a stupid list, if you ask me. But Team USA opens up for training camp this past week. And the if you haven't heard, the what is it? The FIBA, FIBA World Cup is in Beijing and starts on September 15th. And we're going to see. I've been looking at, I've been looking at some of the... Um, some of the plays and some of the drills they've been doing, and this this USA team look kind of nice, and they looking kind of nice in this in this little mini camp in this little hey, this mini camp looking good, and the the most people most people who are on this team, I think they're just the average folks. You won't see nobody like I don't think you'll see somebody like James Harden. Yeah, they said right here, James Harden and Anthony Davis are not participating in the FIBA World Cup, 2019 FIBA World Cup. Um, so you want you don't, you only see people like what like um like Jason Tatum, excuse me, I seen Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, um, Bam Adebayo, how you say his name, um, Kimball Walker, just Miles Turner, you know what I'm saying, Donovan Mitchell. You're seeing like. Average players taking it to the next level, so we're just gonna see how this is gonna turn out. Cause uh, let's see how they say the talent that the 2010 had seven players who were selected in the top five in the NBA draft since 1992. There has been 15 U.S. national teams compared to NBA players. Those 15 teams have averaged uh, seven top five picks on them, with no fewer than four. This this is gonna be a nice a nice little camp. Say so say seventeen players for twelve spots. Fox it's a Fox and Harris aren't on the senior on the official senior team roster, but they have a chance of making the final twelve monster, final twelve man roster for the World Cup. So that makes seventeen players for twelve spots. So point guards they have De'Aaron Fox, Kyle Lowry, Kimball Walker. I feel like that that should just be for Kyle Lowry and Kimba because Kyle Lowry just went to the finals. Come on now. Like, Kyle Lowry has a ring. He was getting off a little bit, but he was he, he went to the finals, and he's an NBA champion. So Kyle Lowry should be point guard. He should He's automatic. And Kimba, come on now. I'm talking about Kimba. Kimba Walker. He, come on, man. Kimball step back. Oh, I ain't gonna talk about it. Shooting guards, we have Joe Harris, Donovan Mitchell, and Marcus Smart. Donovan Mitchell and Marcus Smart should just be the two. They they hey, cause Marcus Smart got that D. Donovan Mitchell, he all around, no cap. Joe Harris, I only see him shoot the three ball. Haven't really seen this game. So I had to see him improve to actually help on the team. 
Small forwards, we have Jalen Brown, Kyle Kuzma, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum. I don't know how to feel about this list. I feel like you can just put Kuzma at the four because he's that long. He can play that position. You can just get, ooh, ah, I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know how to feel about this because you have Jalen Brown, Chris Middleton, and Jason Tatum. So I feel like you could just put Kyle Kuzma at the four and you can put them, lead them three in there because, what is that? That's two, four, and that's seven right there. So we have like what five more spots available. So what you can have uh what like two two fours? You can have two fours and what three three bigs? Yeah, so what the power fours consist of Harrison Barnes, PJ Tucker, and Thaddeus Young. I'm not that thrilled of I like Thaddeus Young, but you switch him out for Kuzma. That that's your three right there. That's Harris Barnes, PJ Tucker, Tucker, and Kyle Kuzma. That that would be a nice little hey. That would be a nice little team right there. As for the four at the four position, centers we have Bam Adebayo, Brook Lopez, Mason Pumley, and Miles Turner. You can just take out who Mason Pumley. Mason Pumley really be, he's nice, but uh, he ain't got no good defense for real. In my opinion, he just began Bam on by everybody. But um, it, it said that cutting down the list from 17 players to 12 players won't be easy. Point guard, point guard where Lowry has experience has the experience and Walker is the star may be the only position where there is clear hierarchy. At each other position, different players bring different skill sets, but it's not clear that player A is better than player B, who is better than player C. That's real right there. So, but we can't also forget that we have Giannis and his brothers playing for Greece this year. And that man Giannis said that he'll rather trade his MVP for a goal, for winning a gold medal. That's real right there. That's real. Hey, I dig that Giannis. Like, that boy said he want that ring. Like, no cap. That boy said he won't. Not that ring. He want that medal. My bad. Forgive me. He said he want that medal off rip. Like that. That's real right there, man. Um, what what, what we have right now? We talking about uh one more. Oh, can't forget about the K. We can't forget about the K. Two Ks dropping next couple, next month actually. But let me pause. Let me pause right there real quick. We got hop on the man bent sanity. VC, he's returning for his last season, and he's playing for who? He's playing for the Atlanta Hawks. That's what's up. Hey, you know what? I have to get a Hawks game, a Hawks game ticket this season. I have to. It might just be against the Lakers, cause I gotta see the Lakers play too. So I gotta see VC go. I, I'm gonna have to see VC before he go. Like no cap. Like he's a a, a living legend. The man can dunk. With a suit, with a suit on. What was that? With dress pants and a dress shirt on. The boy can dunk a reverse dunk at that. We talking about Vince Carter, but I'll be happy to see Vince Carter return this season. This is his last farewell season, and I can't wait to see him go off. Well, not go off, but well, I don't know. I just can't wait to see him for his last season. You feel me? 
and it's going to be great. Now, last but not least, we're going to talk about this NBA 2K, which is dropping on September 6th, three days after my birthday. If you remember, September 3rd is my birthday. So, if you see, and if you remember September 3rd, make sure you come and tell your boy, BK Loden, happy birthday. Straight like that. But, hopping on this 2K, NBA 2K gameplay, how, hello, begin has new features will affect every mode on monday 2k release a pre a pre-release nba 2k20 blog is and it's the one that focus focuses on gameplay as much as i love new features in the game none of it really matters if the core of the game isn't fun to play and realistic that's a fact i haven't had one second on the sticks yet with 2k20 though that will change sometime this month but based on what i've read and heard from people who know would from people who know i'm optimistic okay and some of the stuff i'm just gonna break it down for you they have um new motion engine upgrade basically i remember from 2k what we on now 2k18 right 2k18 i was a Shot creating sharpshooter, shot yeah, I was a shot creating sharpshooter, and that's when they was you know, they said that um to the layouts was going um there was time now you had to release it at a certain time, which they didn't fix it was it was horrible, but the but the fix the physics of the game was getting there like I two K nineteen you can hit step backs it was getting there and everything the the pullbacks the the physics of the game was getting there but. It was certain things that need to be fixed. Like if you could do a dribble, like if you dribble between your legs and in your right hand, and you can like just go straight into a, a euro. You couldn't do that on 2K18. On uh, or if you want to do a hezzy or a crossover to a, a euro or into a spin, you couldn't do that. You couldn't do a the the euro into a dunk. You couldn't do those things in 2K18. You couldn't do the spin into the dunk on um. On 2K18, but in 2K19, they they brought them things out. That they did motion engine upgrade for 2K19. That was it was great. If you don't hey, if if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you should just stop playing 2K. If you don't know what I was just talking about, just stop playing 2K, please, because the the physics of 2K19 is really nice. I'm I'm a slasher. I'm a I think this year I made a a sharp shooting slasher. I made yeah yeah, yeah a sharp shooting slasher. The man is nice. And the physics of the game is nice. The time of the layups, I love it. 2K, you get a nice little A minus for this game. Probably a B plus because some of the stuff really be tweaking, but I really love 2K, you know what I'm saying? So make sure Y'all go follow me too. Well, y'all go subscribe on my YouTube also, BK Loading, and make sure y'all gonna check out some of the the clips. I ain't put no 2K19 because I just got my computer and stuff back. But 2K20 is coming, and the prelude is coming. Look for it. It's dropping. But um, this motion, in, the motion engine upgrade for 2K20.
It say foot planting is a really big deal in sports video games and is especially important in a basketball game title. Facts. This is such a difficult thing to tweak as it's easy to make players sticky with make players too sticky and not fluid enough to allow the game to flow freely. 2K has almost always had a great flow, but sometimes players have been a little too free when not enough respect to moment will not uh let me reread this 2k has almost always had a great flow but sometimes players have been a little too free with not enough respect to momentum other players and of course the pauses required if the game is not going accurately and re represent foot planning I don't know who just typed that, but that shit weird. <laughs> I don't know who just typed. I don't know who typed that, but that's weird. But I understand what they're saying, cause basically they want the 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 game is sometimes it feels stiff to me. Like I know when the games feel stiff. Like off rip, I know when I'm probably gonna lose a game because of how I'm controlling the players. You know what I'm saying? Like it's they're like you can't tell me that. They can't move, or like, they're too stiff. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just know. It, it's just crazy. And they say the series introduced a new motion system in 2K18, which I said previously. If I'm being honest, I didn't like it. There were a lot of bugs that caused too much clipping and some otherwise unrested occurrences. 2K19 was, a better, was better in this regard as the holes were fewer, especially in the 1v1 or online modes. Because of this... I am more optimistic about 2K20, and after reading the blog, I'm even more encouraged this year. In this year's game, may have the best movement of any game this generation of consoles. That could be a straight fact. Um, next, they have handles and sauce. Um, 2K, it said the 2K community loves to dribble. Why wouldn't we? It's one of the most biggest things to separate basketball from any other sport in the world because of because of how initially it is hoops this is another very important piece of the gameplay in 2k um basically this year they're just making dribbling better you know what i'm saying like uh i said the animations have new concept that that like dead leg punches hezzy lives and inverts i heard you can also do a fake hezzy in this game too this year and it's gonna be crazy they say per the blog, here are the list of there are the ball handling style. There are twenty seven in all. Gamers will be able to choose from the selection when building their player for my career. So basically they have different bases or different different ways you can dribble now. You know what I'm saying? Like you can actually this shit pick how you wanna dribble. Like, I think yeah. I, I'm just gonna see this. Like, they say you can dribble better. You know what I'm saying? So, we just going to see how this play out. Uh, read and react. The beginning of the blog talks about a lot about offense. So, I was starting off to worry if we were headed back to 2K18 where the offense was so overpowered, it was ridiculous. That was a fact. The The offense was OP. So, if you could play defense in 2K18, you was fine. So, you was fine. I'm just going to say that. If you could play, I could play defense. But... I didn't say I was the bet. Yeah, I 
I consider one myself one of the best at 2K anyway. So, if you could play defense in 2K18, you was great. I'm just gonna say that. And this right here is this is what is this? Mike Wang. This is what he said right here. He said, when guarding the ball, defensive players see a small arrow under the ball, the ball handler where they're leaning or attempting to go. I think this is what the NBA Live has, and it's it's a real nice feature. But it's like I, I think it's a real nice feature. So just to see how 2K. Let's just see how 2K just handles this and just see how it goes because this is a good feature for people who who are good at defense. You know what I'm saying? Like 2K really be horn on defense sometimes with these with these playmakers who just be dribbling, man. They just be dribbling. Like you be right there and like you know where they're going, but it just so fast, like they can just walk past you, yo. And like that first step is really crucial. So I think this year with the arrow under under the, the the um the ball handler when you're playing defense is a good addition to the game. Not gonna lie to you. The arrow shows up at different times based on the defender's abilities, modeling the different reaction times between poor between a poor defender and a great one. Anticipating the the ball handler's movement properly and cutting off their attack will yield much a more predictive outcome such as stonewalling the 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 dribbler forcing a pickup or causing a fumble thanks to the motion engine upgrade it's improved defense footwork as well as great improved body ride system one-on-one battles now result in a much more predictable way showcasing the difference between attacking a flat-footed defender and a versus a highly skilled lockdown this is gonna be great this is gonna be great I can't wait to see how this is gonna go. This is this is gonna be awesome. Like seeing all this new, new, all oh, it is new. We're getting a new, fresh game. Hopefully, 2K don't be giving us these animations and BS that we want to throw out control at the game. Like we just want to play the game and be great because I know. I know that I'm great at 2K. And it's just 2K be hoeing. If you know what I'm talking about, you know 2K be hoeing. They just be hoeing. Like, you know you fire. And you know you be doing the right things. But 2K be hoeing. You know they do. You know 2K be hoeing. They, they said the working off ball. Mike Wang also says... The moves are also breaking down to three levels to separate elite off-ball players from the rest. The combo of new moves and off-ball movement making play making make playing away from the ball much more of a skill game and let you recreate epic battles we saw Clay Thompson and Steph Curry have against the Raptors in the playoffs. I like this right here because normally people don't even play off-ball; they just sit in the corner. And just watch. And dribble, 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 dribble. So that's why that player has to dribble, 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 dribble. Because there, there's no movement. Especially in the part when you're playing threes. That's when the time you play off. If you know how to play off ball, you're great. If everybody's moving, you have ball movement. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be great. You can, like, it, when the defense, when the defense is 
and they can't they get stuck on each other and they hit they hit each other that's that's easy money that's that off ball game when that when the defense is boom every time like if you know how to play 2k off ball is the move especially for slashers and if you a sharp oh that off ball would be crazy especially for shooting trays especially if somebody set you an off ball screen off the, oh it's over with jesus it's over with it's, it, think about a pick and pop them might them just might be op if you know how to use it yo like not gonna lie like you it, it's just crazy just thinking about this game man i can't wait for it to drop you know, say, uh, what is this one talking about? I think this is the AI. Speaking of greens, you can now customize your shot meter to have a green flash, splash, or a splat effect. I know how much you guys love customization. Oh, okay. This is going to be crazy. I like that. I like that. You say the defensive AI continues to improve, but the greatest area of opportunity has always been in the transition defense excuse me in NBA 2K19 there was still too many let's say in, in two, I don't know that it's, it's too many and even wondering why the CPU teammates didn't cover a specific player now you've been able to set blank blanket setters on defense such as protect the paint wall up uh, online the PTP I think it, yeah, online the PTP will stay in heavy rotation, but against players who have stars like Giannis, the ball up could be more effective. I'm worried about is this gonna be in my career because the AI is so trash on my career. There, the CPU is so trash. The CPU is so trash on your team. Like I was playing with Kevin Durant. And for the Denver Nuggets, I played for the Denver Nuggets. He came to play with me. He was a 99 overall. Kevin Durant played like shit. He played like Dookie. Everybody else played like Dookie in the playoffs with me. I was averaging about 40 points. I was averaging almost damn near a triple. I averaged a double-double with two blocks. I'm not lying to you guys. Like 40, 40 or 50 points in the playoffs. About six rebounds. And 10 assists with about two or three steals. I know I had two blocks for sure. And KD was not hitting shit. Nothing. Nada. One playing defense. They wouldn't switch. I had to play everybody. What is it about 2K defense when you get hit with a screen, you're still responsible for your man. But when you switch, they don't switch. When they want you to switch, you don't switch. You know, it's just so weird. I hate this too. I hate my career cpus on your team they suck if you could just do something about it i would love it please like oh my goodness this is it's garbage it's garbage it's garbage last but not least badges and takeover is coming back to 2k20 the block doesn't go into pieces deep deeply about the gameplay, um, but 
the my career blog is saving discussion switches to players to build more uh, as it stands the gameplay blog has been the most impressive piece of the new content released on NBA 2k hopefully this moves along with no hiccups and the gameplay experience delivers I hope so um we say lastly NBA 2K20 is redoing its badge and takeover system. There will be close to 80 badges in the game with some exclusive neighborhood and playground. Okay, I can't I can't wait to see how all of this just unfolds for the game. And I can't really wait to play 2K20 to see what's actually in store for us this year. I can't wait to see what my career really has in store for us. Because I'm a real big fan of my career. Story modes. Um, make sure you guys also tune in for the team for the pro am team this year, man. Primetime Evolutions. We building the team. I think I already got a squad. I, I think I do. If they if they running, y'all gonna see the videos. We we is not playing this year. We at it live streaming videos. We at it. If you see PTE Primetime Evolution, just know it's us. And we taking over. This is just the beginning, and I can't wait for this this roller coaster to just keep going. Also, WWE 2K20 drops October 22nd. You gonna see your boy BK Rage in the building, in the in the my career. He's gonna be turning up for sure. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait for you guys just to see the rise of BK Rage and BK the Goat on 2K on NBA 2K20. That's going to just be crazy, man. All the boys, you know what I'm saying? King Juan, Savage, Reek the Freak, Nova and Wave, man. Them my boys. And you you guys, I can't wait to show you guys the matches between me, Nova, and Wave. When you see them matches, y'all going to know it was us. We coming to take over. We coming to take over best and believe that. But I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. I appreciate all the love and support. Thank you guys for tuning in with your boy again. Um, hopefully, might drop another one. Uh, I, I'm, I might drop another one soon. Uh, I'm thinking about. I'm trying to figure out the days right now so I can get everything in order, especially with Takeover coming up and with 2K coming out. You know, I'm just trying to find everything. And put it in the right place for you guys. So you guys can enjoy it also the way I'm enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? So, just, just everything's going to get right for you guys. Trust me. <laughs> it ain't going to get right for me too. But just hold on. Stick around. And the ride is going to be great. Trust me. And I uh, hope you guys have a great day. You already know it, man. Primetime Evolution. It's only the beginning. This is your boy.